0: Okay, there's something I'm going to try to do to help with when you get in a hyper-focus mode, as it's called. I'm going to try to talk myself out of it, therapy out of it, something out of it, figure out how to get out of it without feeling like crap and not knowing the best way to get out. It usually goes back to breathing. But if you're far away from breathing, sometimes it's hard to get there. So you have to take kind of like micro steps to get there. But essentially, a hyper-focused state is... um, Where you just literally can't get your mind off of something because the amount of momentum and focus you and like um, driven energy is a way to say it. driven energy into the hyper thing, it keeps you wound up. You're you you're just like it's like you just got off of us off the stage, and it's just like super excitement um, But then it's like you can't sleep for like the next you know day because you're still like all amped up and in a a hyper-focus mode That's kind of what it feels like you just kind of amped up And so While there's lots of helpful word pointers to to get Get out of it And even the fact that you can be aware of it, it's just like the flow of energy inside you is so strong. And it's such so strong in one specific direction that it's just a challenge to get out of it. So I figured since music's not working, since art's not working, since nothing seems to be working at the moment, I would try to talk it out. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's, at least you have the ability to talk it out before it goes into like a meltdown or something, which I could speak into meltdowns a little bit. It's like, I, I had meltdowns for like, uh, basically every day for like eight months before I had like a major... Burnout um, to the point where it just like whole world collapsed, um, quite literally. And somehow I'm still here, made it out. Um, but those meltdowns that happened every day, um, the only you know the only way I knew to help myself was to go to nature. Go to nature. I would go to this spot by the lake. and I basically had two spots. One was if it wasn't that bad. And one was far more secluded if it was terrible. <laughs> Just in case, you know, the accidental yelling and stuff um, in nature, like a state park, it, it's... Hopefully... It's it'll be okay, you know. But it's like uh, I needed nature, and I do still need nature to help with them like if things get a little out of hand. It's kind of like um, my ground to connect me to this world, or connect me to Earth. Like I have. Okay, maybe I'll just go off a little topic here because this is some stuff that like I think is rather unique to me that I I really like. Um it helps me ground myself to earth which is kind of what I feel like I need the most it's like a way to ground to earth but I need like I need a better map than all of the maps that I've ever read to help me with that so I like to think that the sun is the center of the dance floor and basically everything or every everything on the planet Earth is dancing around the sun or the moon, you know, it depends on where you it depends on nighttime day time, whatever. So, it's interesting if you can put that kind of lensing on. Um your center of focus is always on the sun. And it's like if you walk around your backyard or you imagine you're driving, imagine it's like the sun is always the center of the dance floor and everything else is revolving around that, including the earth. Just kind of all hanging out on earth revolving around the sun and we're all just dancing together. And that's what makes like um, all humans like... We're all on earth like that. We're all like two feet on the ground. We're all dancing around the sun. We're no bigger than that. We're like the size of, you know, um, well, a little bit bigger than the size of a dog, you know. Um, you know, about the size of maybe, probably not as heavy, but a tiger. You know, there's all these other kind of animals and stuff. And so this is the exact way you get out of a meltdown. If I'm displaying it correctly for you, and I can explain it, and then I'll continue to show you. This is the way I found, at least, to help myself. Meltdown means you're. I'm or, or, sorry, I'm not a meltdown. A um, hyperfocus. I'm sorry, said the wrong word. Hyperfocus. The way to get out of the hyperfocus state. You have to um, take your mind off of it. <laughs> Easier said than done, right? Especially if you get in a hyperfocus and then I topple that with one of those like mood things, and it's like, no, I don't want to do anything but that. And it's like, ah, I know, no, you don't want to do. I know you don't want to do anything but that. But at the same time, my body's not feeling great right now, so we have to figure out a better way to do this. Um, my head's all like all up in knots, you know, the whole thing. So. Here's what I do. Is You have to basically talk your way in a different direction and make something else up. Like that's so far out or so far out of a box that like you can't even find the box you were in to begin with. So literally, I just sometimes will start like flagrantly or just randomly speaking words out of my mouth. Like, um... The grass is red, but the tree is blue and that cloud, you know, it looked gray, but now it's orange. So now that we're, we understand that it's um, sunset and not sunrise, we now know that the night can be blue, too. Yeah, the night can be blue. You didn't know that? Yeah, that's what the, the sky's not black. It's just dark blue. Uh but anyways, uh there's just not enough light to show you that. Or maybe the color of the sky is not meant to be blue, but that's the um way the sun makes it look. Through like gravitational lensing. Yeah, see like all these terms that no one even knows about that like drag you or pull you in a different direction than where your hyperfocus state was at. Where was the hyperfocus state at? Well, that's usually the thing. It's directed at something in particular, like it's directed at, like, say, your art, or it's directed like my art, or it's directed at something else, like where I'm trying to be creative or whatever. With, um, but at the same time. No use in. uh, It's like it's like in the energy's got to be get redirected inside you to something to get your attention off of it to get to something else so that then like your whole system can calm down because basically you can get like with that hyper focus stuff you get such a high a high high intensity of like energy flowing inside you but it's not. It's like how do you say? It? It's like the energy flow inside you is stronger than what can come out, or uh, stronger than what can be like channeled out through like your hand through, or creating art, or something you know, something else like so whatever, whatever it is. And so that's why like it doesn't matter what task I do, it doesn't matter. What thing I say to myself, what cool therapy phrase I say to myself, like none of that really seems to matter at all because it's, it's not a matter of like an emotional state. It's more of a matter of like a high, high, high degree of energy flowing to which you can't. it just doesn't calm down. It's like getting an engine and like putting it on like stun and then telling it to calm down. Well, an engine does that. To your, my brain does not. Not like releasing a gas pedal and it takes three seconds. It's more like, give me a few days and I'll let you know. But I've gotten a lot better at it because it was like I would hyper-focus myself into a meltdown state. And I had to figure out how to stop it. Um, And it's a real challenge. But basically what I learned is I have to be very, very, very grounded and rooted to nature like there's things i had to start doing like i had to um many a few years ago i guess like i stopped wearing shoes as pretty much as much as i could and went barefoot outside all the time and still do it to this day because um i found that um wearing shoes it disconnected me from earth and i didn't feel grounded and the more i was just took my shoes off and started going barefoot, it's like now I don't even want to wear shoes at all. Um, You know, there's other things like stopped eating chicken or stopped eating meat, just eating vegetables now or not vegetables. Things like sprouts and mushrooms and not just broccoli. You know, whatever. Um, But... But like, for me, I have to, I have to take it, how do I say stuff like this? Okay, I have to take it beyond myself and under, and relate it to like, if, I know this is going to sound off, but it's going to be, I'm trying to relate it to like all humans, all humanity, all humans, really. It's like, all humans on the planet. Um we all on earth. We all revolve around the sun. I don't know if anyone could dispute that. We are dancing around the sun. Um, whatever you do, and when, when I say dance, it's whatever you're doing. It's like you, you're at work, okay? You're still sitting at one spot and your focus may be on a computer, but like your body... Um, your, your body or whatever it like intuitively knows where the sun is at the time type of thing it's like earth time or earth perception or something like that earth viewing it's like earth perception sounds the best to me i guess and so you have to like re- realize that and so like the clouds they're all like they're all Passing over you and, like, dancing around the sun, too. And you have to start getting into perception stuff to realize, like... Like, spatial perception stuff to realize, like... Um... Like... We're all just part of, like, a circle of life. Um... The Earth is is on like a, it's like you know how a human you know these days like whatever just, you, the human body lives approximately, whatever zero to hundred years okay, um. Well, the Earth is on like a life cycle too. Which is, like, a bit different or separate than the human life cycle that we're on now. And, like, you can, as a human, you can, like, dive into yourself and you can, like, learn more about yourself and all the species, like, Denisovan species and Neanderthals species and stuff like that. And look at evolution and just, like, uh, delete all the numbers, delete all the figures if everyone's going to argue about, you know, are these numbers correct and crap? Who cares? Um, It's like... Delete all that if it's a block for you. I do, because it's still a block for me. Um, So we still have at least like an animal nature inside of us. We can't delete the animal nature inside the human. And yet, as an animal inside a human, the animal has needs too. And our brains aren't really that much more like our primordial system isn't much more sophisticated than like say your dog or cat or whatever like a tiger like you're not much different than that it's just the context or the scenery around you makes you feel like you are a lot different but the if you when i forget about the animal nature inside of me that's when i start to go into meltdown modes and when i stop when i fr- or start remembering the animal nature, when I start remembering I'm connected to earth, when I start remembering um, or, or continue to hold like position that like I'm dancing around the sun or like um trying to like earth, you know, earth, ground, earthing, whatever these terms are. Um, you're way more connected to yourself in the process. And that's what It's like, um, I don't know how to say it. I say it like this. It's like, you know why there's a ground in the electricity in your house? It's so that like, um, or like there's the neutral or whatever. Like, it's so that like, um, energy can ground itself to something so that the energy doesn't get like out of control or out of whack. And it's the same way for a human body, especially as an autistic, Uh, I'm finding, because I feel like just from talking at least to the people I'm around, I'm a bit more just aware of all the ways I... I experienced myself, even though if I don't know how to explain it, I was trying to find better words, but I, it's just as far as I can tell. And that's just my observation, which could be completely wrong. But anyways, I just find that I have to be always on the ground. Like I have to be in the grass, barefoot, drinking like, um, like, Water, like, I have a special water machine. It's, like, Kangen water machines. Like, um, they're, like... It purifies the water better, so it makes me feel a whole lot better than drinking any other kind of water out there. That I've tried all of the stuff from, like, Whole Foods, like, the alkaline water and stuff. It worked for a while, but then it just stopped, kind of... wasn't as good as, like, this Kangen water machine. So, there's, like... There's all kinds of, like, self-care things I had to start developing in order to, like, literally, I feel like just in order for my body to survive through everything that I was going through. Because, like, meltdowns day after day after day, you know, people just say, "Eh, it doesn't affect, like, it's just, like, an emotional thing or whatever. But, no, it, like, literally, you have so many, it starts affecting your body, too. That's like a huge thing that's a hard, it feels like a huge block to a lot of people. They don't understand how their emotions could affect their body. But like anger, you know, your body gets all tensed up and it's like anger releases out of your system. And then what happens, you know, there's all the chemicals and hormones and whatever. I don't know any of the details, but it's just like there's stuff that happens in your body, right? It's like, okay, meltdown day after day after day after day after day, eight months of it. Straight. Uh, after that, it, it took another, like, you know, it was like not every day, but it was like maybe every other day or at least twice a week or three times a week um, for a while. And then it's to the point where I haven't had one now for probably... Okay, I had one like probably three three days ago, but then before that... T- uh, it must have been like probably three, four weeks, which is probably my record time for not having a meltdown for quite some time. So the thing I find is it's a, it's a, it's a strange thing to juggle because the more I talk about it or explain it to myself, like the emotional state or the meltdown or whatever, it doesn't give you a ability to like... It's like that it goes back to the thing. Name attainment. I'm naming a meltdown, but no, it it doesn't care. You know, it doesn't care at all. Um, so you just got to like <sighs> find a lake. You know, find nature. Find real grass, like real ground, not concrete. Concrete isn't doesn't have. Concrete has like. Um, something in it to make it all the rocks stick together like cement you know whatever it's called it's like it's not real ground it's better than um inside of a building like or whatever but it's not real ground you know um so there's other things i have had to do i had to go i i've done a lot of myofascial release is what it's called um I did that for probably a better part of a year. Um, once a week. And what it does is it's essentially like it opens up your body and opens up your system. So that um, you can like heal your body. It's like it helps with your like fascia inside you. And I got to say... I don't know that I would recommend it for everyone unless you're willing to like go through the paces with yourself Um, because you start to like, it's like all your emotions start coming out and you have to figure out, like it's probably not the best thing, it's certainly not the best idea to like do myofascial and then go straight to, like, say, your work. I would not say it's a great idea. I would say you do it and on a work day, take the day off. And drink as much water as you can, you know, type of stuff. Like, because you gotta, it's flushing out all kinds of toxins, but as the toxins and stuff come out of your body, um, you're also it's like emotions come up. So you start dealing with past things or even like in the moment, it's like you start to get snippy with people and moody for no reason. And it's like, yeah, crap, my um, And it's like, real thing. Um, you, it's, not, it's not massage therapy. It's very different than massage therapy. Um, some massage therapists offer it, but I don't know. I'm sure some know what they're doing with it, but not all of them. I can tell you that I've experienced it. Um, You just have to be really gentle with yourself is what it comes down to. You have to get real accepting of yourself, real gentle with yourself feel safe with yourself to know that you can like heal one feel better but also it kind of redirects your focus and slows your whole system down not just your mind it slows your whole system down because your body also has to has to heal itself and recover it's like it's like it's almost like a workout but it's like a <laughs> like almost like a silent workout It's like a almost like a meditation workout. It's weird that's kind of what I'd say a meditation workout so I've come into to um you know I guess all the autistics have like the you know everyone says stereotype autistic stuff like you have one main thing you're focused on in your whole life or whatever, and it's like well. Um, mine kind of works like that, I guess, but mine's a bit different than what I, I think. Uh, because I, I, I just got familiar with all kinds of like things like, um, like Native Americans, uh, like shamans, like learning about them. And getting in touch with nature. Like it all roots back to nature. That's the thing. Um, there's other there's other things like... Um, Eckhart Tolle, Ram Dass, Alan Watts. You know, those types of things. And it, it's like... It all really, really grounds me when I listen to it. And the weird thing is, everything seems to like... Everything in my world then seems to be like able to be almost organized and trickled down so it's understood and known by me through those avenues. Like I'm almost I almost like got into like a mode where it's like got really interested in something. But then it's like my whole world and everything around it, and all the people and everything filter through it, so like even like other people from these day from this day like teal Swan, she helped me so much with relationships I would someday i don't know if you meet people like that, but that'd be cool um she helped me out like so much it's unreal um like, another another one, Matt Kahn. You know, there's another one, like, Abraham Hicks. Like, there's all these different kinds of things. Uh, the Seth material, that's a book from Jane Roberts. Um, what's other books? Well, the one that I first got about, well, okay... Yeah, there's like other books too that are more simple, like The Giver. That's a very powerful book if anyone seems to understand what it's actually trying to say. Uh, It's the same thing. It's like a a shamanic or a shaman-like story. It's like a shaman map or a shaman story type of thing. And same way with like... uh, some of these other books, like, um, like, uh, the, the autobiography, Book of Gandhi, like, um, I don't have any of the books, oh, here's one that helped me tremendously with, like, uh, with, uh, trauma, is Waking the Tiger by, ooh, Peter, I think his first name is, I can't remember the last name, Waking the Tiger, though, there's another book that, like, this is m- kind of, like, Things that helped me along my journey. And these took years for me to get through, uh, to understand, Um, like collectively at least. Uh, The mind-body connection, that was a big one too. Um, It's all, it's it's just like uh, I had so many of the pieces already put together, but none of them were, like, completely adding it all up together, and then it's only, like, when I started to, to like, listen to Eckhart and Ram Doss, Alan Watts, um, Abraham Hicks, uh, Muji, Muji's a big one, too, Muji's a big one for mind training stuff, if you really want to, it's crazy, Um, but, yeah, I had to go down those routes, and that's how I learned about Uh, all this stuff and I I just call it like the way I the way I basically feel like I I, I've been able to free my mind up at least and I think the body is following suit it's just taking a moment to like catch up is um because I experience a lot of physical pain I don't know if anyone else does but even now it's like a physical emotional like pain inside um, but that goes away. It's temporary and it shifts now. It used to be more like concrete um, feeling inside. But with all of that, you, I just basically call it like, I was in like spiritual slavery. That's what I call it. Spiritual slavery. And I, f- I had to figure out how to free myself from spiritual slavery, which is like, what? Like, how is that? Like such a strange term because it feels like you're just deadheaded straight to hell. But it's like, no, actually, um, there's all kinds of things that I had to learn to free myself from it. Uh, which I can leave the details out for now to get through it. Do this like a little bit. It's like I basically coined the term what I learned or what I figured out was how to do reverse spiritual psychology on the whole system. And I mean the whole system, it's like every person I came into contact with, I had to figure out how to do reverse spiritual psychology on them in the moment and get my brain up to speed in the moment to do so so that then I could interact with them without them literally without me feeling like they're trampling on me. It was I knew that it was never about what they were doing in particular it was a frame of reference for me but then I learned through some very hard lessons I learned that basically a lot of people wouldn't know I'm in like pain inside of me because I can almost mask it so well or I have such a high tolerance for it inside that like people would have no idea I'm in it unless I said to them out loud hey I'm in pain right now but it's like you know you walk in to like your work or you walk into your to people you're around all the time and it's like every day you wants me to literally tell you, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, I'm in pain. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that every day of my life. Why? Because you're, it makes me feel like I'm like disabled or a victim or something to life. And it's just like, no, um, that's, that's not it. You know, that's not the answer. Uh, but then, then it goes back to the things like how they're supposed to know to help, to help you, to support you. And it's like, you know, I still, it's just like, just be nice. Be a good Samaritan all the time. Why, what is so hard about that? I can't figure out what's so hard about that. Might be just me, but I can't figure it out. Uh it should be a bit more simple to me. And so, anyways, to just go into some of the, the stuff like Alan wants. Here, let me try to explain to you a pattern that he does. Basically, it's this. In a nutshell he teaches you to realize um, Einstein's theory of relativity in a kind of more indirect way. That's how I would phrase it. But he basically says, you always, if you're light, you're also dark. You can't forget about your dark side. Your dark side will always be there. I mean, Freud said the same thing. The dark side will always be there. You have to almost become friends with your own dark side. Darkness has its own teaching too, and if you ignore the darkness within you, you're not—you're—you're you're like almost like capping yourself or capping your your own personal growth inside you, um, like the growth of your like or the expansion of your consciousness, you know, there's all kinds of terms for it, but it's capping the expansion of your consciousness inside you, essentially. If you ignore your dark side, or if you pretend it away, if you don't like it, or you don't want to get along with it. So, like, there's things that I've had to come to, like, terms with that when I say them, I don't know how people respond to them, but these are, like, real things that, like, I don't know how to get past certain things in my life without realizing the truth of them. Things like... um. The devil can also be your friend. Uh, yeah. Like, why you lab- Like, why you like bash the devil? No, make the devil your friend, and then the devil goes away. Ha! right? As the airplane flies overhead, it's like oop, oh, helicopter. Um, no the devil's your friend he's just here and he's just showing his face to show you he's here and around and in your life and um, like he's just as much like the devil oh gosh my my um, my <laughs> my upbringing with that he oh okay I can't I can't do those words sometimes Like personalizing it or trying to make it into a personal identity or trying to make it into an I, like by saying, um, I'm this emotion or I am that, you're actually like, um, you're actually like, in a way, trapping yourself inside the emotion because you're claiming it to be yours. Now you can like have like it's what's the phrase from like the movie Italian Job I think it is like um, I trust everyone I just don't trust the devil inside of them it's like that kind of thing it's like someone who wrote that quote I, I would think wrote it in a way to where they were aware that everyone has a devil inside of them and it's like why can't we all be friends with all of it Why can't you be, like, you already you, right? You already you. Why can't you be friends with the you that's inside you? And why do you have to label yourself all these different things? Categorize yourself. Say, I am this, I am that, I am, you know, I am banker. I am, um, the bank teller, you know? It's like one of those, like, uh, those Zen stories, it's just like, um, you go in, and you're a bank teller, and you, uh, whatever, not that one, okay, it's one of this guy named Nasrutin, um, it's like, it's a story, I'm gonna botch all the, the logistics or details, but basically, um, Nasrutin goes and asks, um, to borrow, like, a pot, uh, he borrows the pot. Next day, he returns the pot and he gives him a pot with a little friend. Then Nasruden comes back. <laughs> Nasruden comes back the next day and he says, Hey, can I borrow the pot again? And he comes and he takes the pot and then he never brings it back. <laughs> It's like, why would he do that? And it's like he's proving a point. He gave you one in return the day before. You shouldn't need a, another one in return the next day. It's like greedy, right? It's just like a funny story that that they have. Like, uh, over in like the Indian uh, East Eastern, um, you know, culture. Uh, at least one that I've heard over here in America, across the pond. You know, uh, so there's all kinds of things like that that are very interesting for me and so that's where a lot of my roots come from because i had to like go there in order like to places like that in order to learn things to show me that like um what's the song by the band gone gone beyond it's like a lost in america uh for someone who's going through that for real that song like hits home i've been through it i feel like sometimes i still listen to that song and i'm like crap, I still feel like I'm lost in America, and I've been feeling like that song has been hitting home for the past, you know, six months, and it's just like, ah, I guess we're still in America, so that's probably why I'm lost in America, you know, um, but we're not lost, we're just, you know, still dancing around the sun. Is anyone following the pattern to where I'm just like rambling on in a certain direction wherever my mind decides to go to free myself of the hyperfocus state? Was everyone following my story and I'm the only one that can keep track? <laughs> I don't know, but it's a funny little thing. So There's things I I keep wrestling with myself and I, so this will be like open honesty um, Things you keep wrestling with yourself It's just like <laughs> I keep saying like uh, I don't understand my personality at all I don't understand it Because I don't really know my personality Because this is like my personality But like here's the thing is like I never used to like talk a lot I used to always be behind the scenes So I never talked a lot I was always just uh, You know Supporting the whole thing making the whole thing happen from from like behind the scenes. And because of that, I just haven't talked. So I don't even know my own voice or my own emotions or my own personality very much, hardly at all. And so sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm just like drawing or something and my brain is just like, oh, I don't understand my personality. This is not me. This is not me. This is not me. And then I say to myself something like, wait a second (laughs) what is your personality like when you talk out loud versus in your head and I'm like "Uh, I don't know that I guess is me the one that talks out loud that's that's more like my personality but um, I'm just not used to it at all so like even for me it kind of it's like new news, even for me. It's like, hello, everyone, new news for the whole world, including myself. So like just coming onto to scene um, like this, you know, I don't it's a weird thing because uh, I've been so I do so much processing and lo- like things in my head to make things happen that like no one ever picked up on it. Uh, and I didn't know to explain it because I thought everyone else experienced it like that too. And everyone else did it that way too. Come to find out like, no, people have to like, lots of people have to write things out in order to like, remember them for that day. They have calendars and stuff. I can't do calendars. Like they might as well die. Like, um, for me can't do them not even a little bit I can barely I could barely even at work um figure out how to accept a calendar request and I didn't even <laughs> care because it's like ah, uh, what's the point it's like the meeting is always every, every Thursday like why do we have to have another calendar to remind like why is it that, like you're so far out of are you so far like somewhere that like literally you can't remember the same meeting every thursday that we've done for the past like i don't know three four years like how my brain is almost like why what's in the world you know you have meetings to 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 all have a meeting for the thing on thursday or whatever and then the whole time you guys are it's like so lost that you have to like have a literally like a 10 o'clock reminder for for the same meeting it's like uh, if I had to like look at a reminder for the meeting. It's like I was too like too much. Like I just got to get all the stuff ready for it to all happen, you know, for the show to happen. Or else if it's not ready, then it all falls on me and everyone looking at me. And I'm like, well, you're just looking at your calendar, like uh, looking at your t- clock, looking at your calendar, and then you're looking at me and you're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, cool. I stopped looking at the calendar and I started doing it my own way because I can't do the stuff like you do it. And that's the way it has to go. Or else, uh... Nothing... You're going to sit there, look at your calendar, look at your phone, and then start to like, what is wrong? Why are, why are things not up and running? And I'm like, man, I've been so consistently doing the things so for so long, getting everything up and running, and keeping it all afloat, and all this stuff. And it's like, where's the help? Uh few and far between and I'm learning that part of that you know is on me because apparently well sort of I didn't know to speak out loud that I needed help I thought someone else like some other adult you know could pick it up someone else could pick it up they didn't I don't know if that's how good I am at masking. I don't know. And I don't even mean that as a compliment to myself. I mean, like, I don't know if that's how good I am at masking to where people can't literally even know. Like, there's one time I was having like an internal meltdown on myself, which was those are rare. But it's like an internal meltdown. But, but it's like you're in the space and you can't get out of it at the moment. And it's like I look around and people are literally looking at me and laughing. And I'm sitting there like having a meltdown. And I'm like, what am I doing to make you laugh at me in this moment? It only like fuels my anger inside of me and the whole thing. And it's just like I had, you know, those moments I have to leave. It's like you have to get out. You can't stay there. Else, You're going to start going off on people. And it's like you're not even your choice. It's like it's like you ran out of time limit for you to help yourself. And so you basically have to like just the energy's going to come out of you one way or another. And however it comes out it's how it's coming out. It's exactly how it's working now. It's just before it had like such like a whirlwind of fury behind it that you couldn't get it out any other way, and it didn't matter how it comes out. It's like you know, uh, I could there's you know there's times where I could stop myself from punching like a hole through the wall for sure. Um, actually, I've never punched a hole through the wall. I've run a lift. Uh, into a wall before but I've never I've never actually punched a hole in a wall like a scissor lift anyways it doesn't matter I've punched I've never punched a hole in a wall I've always been able to refrain myself somewhat within a within a meltdown kind of I have at least enough awareness while it's happening like in the episode to where it's not it's not 100% of me, but it's like 99% of me, if that makes sense. There's always like 1% of like awareness behind it. There's always 1% of like me having conscious attention to it, enough to be able to to realize that punching a hole through the wall might do more harm than good in that moment. So I, I can try and channel the energy out in a different way by like screaming instead. Because at least screaming, um, my voice will you know, be able to recover, where it's like, then I have to, you know, you punch the hole, like, this is the way my mind works, if you punch the hole through the wall, your wrist might hurt, you might hit the stud behind it, and you might have to then repair the drywall, which you know how to repair drywall, and you're really good at it, but you don't really like doing it very much, because it takes so much concentration from you, in order to do so, that, um, it just, You have to get in the mood to do it, or else you can't do it. And especially, even if I do it once, it's like getting in the mood to do it again, it's like, you almost have to like pay me or convince me to even care, to want to. It's like, no, sorry, can't do it. The only reason I'm doing it is because, um, you know, I punched my head through the wall, and I (laughs) and that's on me, you know, type of thing, so... It's just, I don't know, I mean, a hyperfocus mode and a meltdown state, to me, they're not actually too far from each other, which might be a, like almost a scary thought to some people, uh, at least to me, like sometimes, like they're not too far away from each other, in terms of the amount of energy flowing, it's just like one is like energy flowing in like ex- exhilaration, which takes a while to like calm itself down. Um, and then the other one is just the same intensity of energy directed in the way of like anger or fury. I like to say words like fury. Like uh, here's another side note. Um, I can't, sometimes I go, like, I have to get away from emotional language stuff, and I have to go back to, like, things like, uh, okay, like, in, like, Wizard of Oz stuff, like, um, you, oh, crap, I shouldn't have said that, okay, anyways, you have to go back to someone's character, like, medieval times character, like, not, not so much chivalry stuff, but, like, what does modern day strength look like? not body strength what does modern day like personality strength look like what does modern day like um vulnerability look like what does modern day um courage look like and it's like when i use words like strength honor courage you know like vulnerability they they're not they're like they're like many 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 emotional words wrapped up into one and so it's like when you get into emotional words, you're already like in the details, which is harder for your brain to process. If you can stay into simple logic stuff, it's easier for your brain to understand it. So like you're, again, sun center of the dance floor We animals walking around the sun of the center of the dance floor. And like the tiger is super strong and courageous, you know, same with lions and stuff. And then you have like, like a turtle who's just slow. So it's like, what kind of a name would you label a turtle like that? It's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't have words for stuff like that. But you know what I mean. Like, if you get so far into the emotional stuff, you kind of lose your place, and that's where I think you start to try to name these meltdowns and these hyperfocus states, and you're trying to like categorize them, or at least I do, into name entertainment attainment mode, so that they'll stop. And it's like. Um yeah unfortunately those names don't work. I don't know if that's how far away from like um like I don't know if it's just cuz I get more energy flowing than the average pe- person or if um the average person can regulate their emotions better but when you regulate your emotions better it's just like your world becomes very patterned, like hypnotized, where you're just like I'm going to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it's like they always like I always hear like autistic saying, "Yeah, I I do patterns over and over and over again." It's like, yeah, but where were you trained to do it from? Where did you learn it from? Your mom and dad. They do it too. They just can't see it. My parents same way. They do it all the time. Don't know if they can see it. Don't know if they care to see it. Don't know if they even want. To see it, don't know if they even, don't know. Don't know any of the answers of the above. But it's like, it's like all the things that I hear, like just, I'm just coming, I'm coming like from the opposite side, like neurotypical world into autism side and learning about all the autism and hearing the way even autistics talk about it. And for me, my perspective is just, I think it's just a little bit different on some things. Um, Just the way I experience it or understand it to be. Like, if I can say it like this. Every pattern you experience, you learn from your parents. So if you have dyslexia, somehow there's a pattern in there where you learned it from your parents. Usually what I find is when I observe my parents, most of the patterns are never really from one person in particular. Some of them. But what happens is, you have to look at both your parents... And how they interact with each other. This is why understanding a lot of teal swan would be helpful. You start to look at the way those two, like your mom and dad interact with each other. And then you, if you imagine yourself as like a little baby sitting on the floor looking at mom and dad and watching all the patterns, it's like you pick up monkey see, monkey do as the autistic. And then out comes like you as an autistic later in life and you're just a conglomeration of all the patternings that you've ever been able to be aware of in your life. It flows into everything you do. So you're just a complete conglomeration of that. A complete um, byproduct of that. And that's just kind of how it is. And you can try to change it till your, your wit's end and you'll realize. Uh, you, like, like if I tried to change the pattern, I would notice that I picked up the same pattern the next day from a different person. It just comes back. So, you can be aware of it, you can, what does uh, Ram Dass say, it's like, um, it's like, at some point, the big neuroses in your life don't aren't so big anymore, they're more like a little schmooze, I think is the word he used, a schmooze, I don't know what that even means, but you know, like, they're not so big, they're not going to overtake you anymore, they're not going to, they're not going to hurt you anymore. They're not going to, you know. And that's why it's like, um, there's a song by the artist Fear. It's like, um, she says in one of her songs. Um, uh, when, when I choose to stop... Run, uh, those are the wrong words. Okay, anyways. When I choose to stop running from the demons in my head. Uh... And I choose to love them. So I know that's wrong words. Anyways, when I stop running from the demons in my head and I choose to love them, that's when I come alive. And it's like a weird thing. It's like, okay, hold on. I know what she means and I know what she's saying and I know it to be true. But at the same time, my mind gets blocked with it sometimes like i I, like the energy just kind of doesn't make like i can't make too much sense of it at the time because it's like usually demons and stuff they're portrayed as like these things inside you that like they're like at least how i grew up they're portrayed as like things to run away from and it's only in the moment that i stop running and i start listening to what they're saying Though I realize things that, like, um, are helpful. So, like, something in particular. It's like, these are the kind of conversations I've had to have recently. It's like, you know, um, I'll leave my dad's story to my dad. But, like, basically, he said he just had to change his thinking process. And it's like, in a lot of ways, I then I I realized, you know, it's, it's kind of not exactly like that for me. But it's sort of like that for me it 's not exactly though, and so it 's like I had to like the other day I called him and i 'm ta- explaining things to him, and then i 'm just like, you know what if what if literally you 're my dad right you and you and mom like you you taught me everything i know it 's like what if I literally the thoughts that are in my head of like all the things that I know came from both of you, and what if those are all the things I needed to change inside of me, like all my thinking processes to basically um, like, send all those thoughts, as the Death Cab song goes, send all those thoughts into the far-off destination where they might have a chance to find their place where it's far more suited than here. And it's like, yeah, but you got to listen to that for one second. Again, that's your mom and dad you're telling that. I said it straight up to my dad. Because it's like, these are the things I had to, like, explain. And to me, these are, like, big steps... Big, big steps for me to do. So. It's just like with all of that. Is your sky still blue or is it black? And is your car a Ferrari or did you trade it in? For that tree over there. And do you have a knapsack sitting at the picnic for the barbecue that's happening in six years from now? It's like move your mind all over the place and your mind gets unstuck. That's how you get out of these hyperfocus and meltdown modes. I've just had so much experience with it. I know how to make it work. But you also doesn't mean you can think one thought and it's going to work. No, unfortunately, you can't think one thought. You can't have that cool name entertainment thing where it's like one thing. No, it's like watch yourself, explain it to yourself, and try to get far out away from wherever you are as fast as you can to create momentum in a different direction just to stabilize the two, which is what Alan Watts teaches. The on, the off. You're always either on or off interval. It's always an on or off interval. Like day is on, night is off. You're sleeping at night, so you're an off interval. You wake up and you're in the day. And it's like if you delete calendar time, you delete clock time, you delete dating altogether from all of this, you'll realize things like, wow, um, there's a song from the band Yama, Y-A-I-M-A, that's like... um, They say, um, lose track of time, jump in, surrender. This is our game, like the song Our Game from Yama. I, I saw that's from a Teal Swan video. I heard it at the end of one of her videos. And that's how I came into knowing the band. And it's like, if you're actually following those lyrics and you're following the songs and you think like the whole album is like a journey. Of someone's real life experience that they have figured out how to explain it in a way or write it in a way to where it is relatable to everyone who's in that place. If you're not in that place, you're not gonna really understand what that means. But if you've ever been to that place, you'll always know what that means too. Lose track of time. It means like that from like the movie Um pixar movie crap can't remember the name but it's from the pixar movie like you just lose track of all time and then you're the guy who is like um the guru on the street flipping the sign like in new downtown new york city with you know what's it? i don't remember the name of that movie but anyways, that's that movie is like another. It's another like thing where it's like showing you the journey. It's like a, it's like a journey. It's like a shamanic journey of like your life of what it's like to be a human and what it's like to wake up or what it's like to like. What it's like? How do we say this in a more easier way? What it's like to like re- go? Like what would it be like for you as a thirty-three year old to? Re- In real time, be able to re-experience, I guess, like an empath thing, you know. Um, In real time, experience your own childbirth experience all over again. Like parts work, you know, all this stuff. Um, That's kind of like... That's where it took me. Don't know if it takes everyone there... Or if everyone will get there eventually... Or something like that... But it takes... It's like literally... It's like sometimes... It's like I feel like... I would have flashbacks of reliving... What it's like... What it it was like to experience my own childbirth sometimes... And you do it through parts work... Like... It's a whole thing... Again, Teal Swan talks about it a lot... Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else... That I got into i don't think so i think i just learned all that really between her and like all the spiritual stuff like the other teachers like eckhart ram Dass, even eckhart's wife kim was helpful for a while there's other people um on like i had to i i did a meditation for the longest time with just the like one this one girl named sarah blondin um she's on like a what's that app insight timer i think it is and it's like um i did it every day for you know for like years years uh and just just like one meditation you know because like if i did more than one the brain would get would get all jumbled up it was like if i'm going to meditate i'm going to meditate and that's how i do it and you go out to nature and that also works too to slow your mind down, you know, or, but it takes a lot to practice initially. And there was like, I mean, I've, there's a lot of other stuff. Like I've had lots of medical stuff too. Um, But like your body is so smart. If you know how to listen to your body, your body will tell you and teach you how to heal itself. Like I'm learning how to heal my eyes. My eyes are almost 20, 20 vision all the time um, when I'm outside in the sun when I'm around lots of light, when I'm not outside in the sun, not around lots of light, um, and like inside or something, it's not quite 2020. But I've had glasses on, my almost basically between glasses and contacts, my whole life since first grade. And now I'm just learning how to like heal my own eyes just by like doing weird things, like weird autistic things you know, like staring at the sun sometimes, like staring at some lights sometimes, like all kinds of weird things, and it's like, uh, I'm not going to suggest it to anyone, because you have to know <laughs> when it's too much. <laughs> yeah, to, it's, it's stages, it's not, it's not like stare at the sun for 16 hours and you're going to heal yourself, no, 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 it's a process, no, 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 it's a process, it's a process to learn all this stuff. Um, and I'm just coming at it from, like, a weird place, um, or at least it feels weird to me, based on, like, where, um, I don't know, I'm just coming in from, like, I feel like I'm just coming in from a different, uh, on a different kind of an airplane, like, from Alaska, where a lot of people that seem to be, like, um you know, from Australia or Europe or Denmark or something, you know? So little mindfulness, scenery. Check in with the body. see how it's doing now about hyperfocus or meltdown stuff, you know. And hopefully, by other people listen, just listening to this, I think it would help someone with, with a meltdown or with a hyperfocus and pulling you at least a little bit out of it, if not more than a little bit. Because I was in a pretty heavy hyperfocus mode that was, I could almost transition into a meltdown mode if I didn't do anything about it. And now I'm not like that anymore. I'm pretty stable and calm. And you watched me talk it out and do it in real time, which I haven't found anyone really doing. It's like a neat, like the thing I've always seemed to find is everyone can tell you how to do it. No one's showing you the example. So I'm just going to try and see if I'm the one that can show someone the example. Because it's the thing I needed the most in certain times. I just needed someone else to like be able to listen to so that it could happen for me, in a way. It's like that support system. It's like support. For yourself, when you can't find anyone else who knows how to support you. You have to learn how to do it on your own. Lots of time, lots of training, uh, lots of, lots, lots of writing and therapy and thinking. Way too much thinking. No one should ever have to think that much about this stuff. Way too much. It's like that phrase from Alan uh, Alan Watts. He has something, it's called, overthinking will kill your reality. Yeah, go listen to that. Um, It'll slow your mind down. It's a similar thing. I'm just trying to tailor it to an autistic. In a modern day way. Because he he's kind of like an entertainer from back in the day in a way. At least that's how I see it. But he's if you just think he's an entertainer and you ditch the content, then you don't realize the content and the, what he's trying to point it to. So you just think it's a lot of cool stuff. It's like, yeah. It is cool stuff, but if you understood the purpose of it and how you could integrate it into yourself, you would realize it's some very powerful things that you can, lessons you can learn and experience from within you.